Welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk Snowboarding, presented by Mountain Vibes, featuring your hosts, Nate Haust and Emily Sorger. Today, we'll be talking with three of our new Mountain Vibes reps, Maddie, Ryan, and Nicole, to hear their take and to get a fresh perspective on the snowboard industry. Welcome to the show, everyone. Thanks for joining us today. Super excited to be here. I'm Nicole. This is my first time on a podcast, so super excited to just give some input and also hear what you guys have to say. It's going to be a good time. Yes, it will. Hi, I'm Maddie. I'm super excited to be here. I thank you guys for this opportunity. Awesome. Yeah, I'm really stoked to have you guys on board. Just, you know, first and foremost, how is everyone doing today? We're doing pretty good. I got a quick board session in today at Bear. It's a nice day out. It's pretty warm. Spring boarding is over, so it's a good day. That's awesome. My day is going good. I'm super sad that the mountain is closing, but I am excited for everything that's happening right now. And yeah. Also very disappointed to see season ending, but I am getting a Mammoth and Tahoe trip in this next week. So I'm super stoked on that and going to go say my last goodbyes to the snow before it's over. Totally. Yeah, it's definitely, you know, bittersweet kind of kissing the season goodbye but uh, I'm glad to hear that you guys all each individually had a good day and some of you got out on on board so Ryan you said that you went to Bear today I would assume you live in LA yeah I live in LA I'm from Redondo Beach born and raised around this area in the South Bay Uh, so it's kind of easy having the mountain that close it's like hour and a half two hours depending on traffic so it's send a lot of day trips but uh that's the home mountain right there that's awesome and uh, Maddie, so where where do you live? Uh, I was born and raised in Riverside. I was born and raised in Riverside, California as well. So I've been here my whole life. Bear Mountain is also my home mountain, but definitely try to get out of here when I can and go see some other places. Sweet. So, you know, my take is that you guys are all, you know, live fairly close to one another. Do you guys know each other personally? Yes. yes. Okay. Tell me a bit about how you guys all met. Okay, funny story. So TikTok, obviously, it's a new social media app. And um, my feed is all snowboarding. And and I followed a few people. And they just happened to be Maddie and Nicole. And someone posted a video asking if we wanted to be in a group chat. And that person put us all in a group chat. And that's how we all met. And then we all went to the mountain the same day. And or the following week, actually, and all met up and rode together. It's kind of interesting, kind of nerve-wracking, because you're meeting random people offline, so. (laughs) That's awesome. That's cool. All comes full circle. It's awesome to hear. And so you guys all primarily ride at at Big Bear. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. It's a great place. I've only been there a couple times, but I do know that, you know, they have top-of-the-line parks, and being only a couple hours from the coast, it's kind of like a, it's kind of a really really amazing place to be yeah yes it's a great place they definitely switch it up a lot so they give you a good variety throughout the season fresh very cool awesome and so how long have you guys all been riding I've been riding this is actually my fourth season so I want to say about four years now or four seasons awesome I've been boarding kind of my whole life parents took me when I was young and always watched the x game Sean White and all that so I was like oh I want to do that obviously not but um I kind of got serious about it like in the park and all that and like all these tricks and stuff I think 
three seasons ago. That's when I kind of got more serious and wanted to progress more and more every day I would go. So I've been doing it for quite a bit. That's awesome. Yeah, I certainly know the passion that comes along with boarding. And Maddie, how long have you been riding for? This is also my fourth season. Me and Nicole actually went together for our first time together. So it's been nice to have somebody to progress with. And we go at the same rate pretty much. So it's super nice. And especially it's good because we live close to each other. So we're able to go a lot and with each other every time. Yeah, I would. I was going to ask, do you guys, you know, primarily go with one another when you do, you know, make the trek up to Bear? Yes. Did nope. you and Nicole know each other then before you guys met Ryan on TikTok? Uh, we- yes, we've known each other since fifth grade around. And yeah, we've been friends ever since. That's sweet. And, you know, not only are you guys all in Southern California, but we did just bring you all on as reps. And I know that you just had a chance to meet up with Justin, who also uh, lives down here. And, you know, I'm, I'm kind of curious how, how that was. Uh, Nicole, I heard you ended up uh, leaving that meeting with a new nickname. So I'd, I'd, I'd love to hear a little bit about that. Yeah, so I was given the nickname Problem Child. For what reason, I'm not 100% sure yet. I'm still trying to kind of figure that one out. Um, I'll take the name. I'm perfectly okay. I've heard that it sticks with you once you're given a name. So I've claimed it now. The meeting, though, was super cool. Like actually getting to meet the person behind the company and the person who is doing all these amazing things for these amazing people is just like very inspiring. Um, He taught us a lot already about the company and just kind of like what we can do as reps and where we can bring in kind of our own little bit of movement to kind of be inspiration to others and just kind of shared what we have to do to become role models. And that's really exciting, you know, especially in a hobby that you love so much. And that has also been so helpful to you and kind of like an escape for you as well. So just finding someone who went and turned snowboarding into an escape and not only an escape, but made that into a company and gets to share that with other people and shares that with people on a level where brings us in under him to also help others. It's, it's really crazy. And it's also something I'm really excited to learn more about and get more involved in. Oh yeah. I know that Justin has said nothing, but the absolute best things about all three of you, although you know, of course, Nicole, you being the problem child. I don't know. We, we might have to talk about that <laughs> a little bit more. Those. <laughs> um, but, you know, with that being said, too, it's incredible to not only be able to have this sort of company that gives back the way that we do to kids, but to also have, you know, people who are younger, who are interested in what we're doing, who want to be involved in the community. And, you know, it, it does speak volumes to all of your characters that you want to be part of this and you don't just want to be part of it for you know the free gear you want to actually be role models in your community and just get out there and have fun so I definitely commend you for that um Brian what did you think about meeting Justin the big man Uh, and yeah (laughs) man same height but um, (laughs) um to be honest it was not what I expected but um he kind of blew my expectations out of the water uh he was very polite um Obviously, the first five minutes of sitting down with someone new, you're going to be like, okay, let's see what this is about. It's going to be awkward at first. But I personally didn't feel any awkward tension when we first uh, met him. 
greeted up greeted us with a hug uh felt very friendly and then as soon as we started talking more he explained everything about what he's about and what he does with um this family of his and how he wants to keep it going when he wants to pass on the torch or just anything that he does he explained it very well and it kind of showed his character i would say um so I think it was an overall great time meeting with him. Yeah, he definitely, at first, I know when you meet him over social media or over the phone, I know he can sort of come off as a little harsh and scary at times, but he's <laughs> definitely con- to- totally opposite when you meet him in person. And so that's great that you kind of, you saw that, that softer side of him too. Yeah, uh, yeah. He's going to hate hearing that, but you know, <laughs> it's, it's true. <laughs> And Maddie, what about you? What did you think of the whole experience? Honestly, um, I was I was so nervous. I mean, you could ask Nicole, me and her rode there together and I was freaking out the whole way. I was like, oh my gosh, like I'm so nervous and everything. But once we got there, like, I mean, within five minutes, we all were joking and laughing with each other. So it was super nice. And I mean, I'm thankful that Justin was able to break us out of our shells and, you know, really get rid of all my nerves so it was a super good experience and I'm super happy and I'm excited to hang out with everybody some more oh yeah no doubt I'm hoping that you know especially coming into the next season that we'll be able to have more of our fundraising events and more of our just you know hanging out and meet the meet the family events at Big Bear and you know maybe Mountain High as well just somewhere in Southern California that way uh, we all get a chance to meet. I know I would love to meet you guys in person. Nate, I'm sure he he wants to as well. <laughs> yeah, um, definitely. So I'm hoping that, you know, this upcoming season, maybe over the summer, we'll be able to all meet up. And and with that being said, too, I'm kind of curious how each of you found out about Mountain Vibes and what made you want to apply to be reps in the first place. So Maddie, we'll start with you. I actually started to realize that a lot of people that I followed were uh tagging them and everything so I followed them and once I like did some research and realized what the company is actually about I decided like that's the family I want to be a part of you know like that's something that I would be proud to be a part of and so one day I was on the lift at Bear actually and I went and looked at their story and they posted about applying so I applied and couple months later I'm here talking to you guys and I'm able to experience everything with two of the people that are really close to me so I'm super excited I'm super thankful about everything (laughs) yeah that's awesome no no doubt and it's so great when you're able to share things like that with with friends who are close to you because that's that's what mountain vibes is all about being able to share snowboarding uh, kind of in your own communities and just build that that family vibe so that's yeah yeah that's incredible and then Ryan what about you um so I so I've been following the Mountain Vibes Instagram account for a few years actually and I always like watched the stories looked at the posts seen all your posts and like all the writers and reps and all that I was like, God, so awesome I didn't apply for a while because personally I didn't think I would fit in but after a while I started like doing research like Maddie said and I um and I saw like what you guys are about I saw the nonprofit. I think that's really awesome about how you guys take care of that especially with people who are less fortunate and don't get to snowboard all the time and especially with the new um 
donating old snowboard gear. I have a bunch that I'll be donating. But yeah, I applied, I think, in October last year. And then I think I got denied, but it's all right. Um, <laughs> Blame that on Dylan. He's our recruitment director. Dylan, how dare you? Dylan, if you're listening, there's a there's her spot, okay? But um, And then a few months later, I got an email for recruitment, and I was at work reading the email with my jaw open, so... It was really great, and I'm glad to be a part of this. Yeah, awesome. We are, of course, happy to have you, and I'm <clears> glad <throat> that you were, you know, finally able to jump on board with us. I know that Dylan, uh, our <laughs> recruitment director, definitely, he has quite a few emails to go and read through, so he may have just missed yours the first time. All right. uh, but, you know, the most important thing is that you're back with us now and that you get to be part of the family. So last but certainly not least, uh, Nicole, our problem child, I'm curious, <laughs> you know, how how you found out about Mountain Vibes and, and what made you want to apply? So actually, I really didn't know about Mountain Vibes up until this season. So I would post TikToks or videos on Instagram. The very first time I had come across Mountain Vibes, they had gone and liked a couple of my TikToks because it was a bunch of snowboarding content. And then they went and liked a couple of my Instagram videos, also snowboarding content, and just had reached out and said that they enjoyed my content, which at first I wasn't I wasn't sure of what it was yet because that was my first time coming across it. So I went and as Maddie and Ryan said, like did my research, kind of just looking into the company and seeing what it was about and not only finding out that they are sponsoring people, but it's not even just that, just as Ryan said, it being a nonprofit and just all the charities and organizations that they throw and host. And that was just super exciting to me. You could definitely tell it was more of a family oriented type of company it's not a company and that's kind of another thing that Justin had mentioned to us is he doesn't want us to call it a company he wants us to call it a family or just anything other than that and so I went and I applied and to my surprise here we are you know I really didn't go in with expectations of anything because I didn't know what to expect but I knew it was just something I wanted to be a part of and then also the fact that I get to do it as well with Maddie and Ryan is super sick because those are two people that I spend a lot of time at the mountain with. So that only makes it so much better. And it definitely makes it feel a lot more like a family as well, because those are people I'm close with and things that we can share something together. So it's exciting. Oh yeah. It's so exciting for me too, being able to hear that, you know, you guys are all friends. You were all, you know, pretty, pretty recently brought on um, as reps. And, you know, I'm sure maybe once you first found out about Mountain Vibes, you probably weren't expecting to all be on the podcast together, but here you are. Definitely was not expecting that. And I totally understand what you mean about, you know, Justin definitely hammering in that this is all about a family, not a company. And I know that Nate got to finally feel the, the family vibes at the Colorado event that he went to, so... I'm hoping you guys are going to be able to uh, attend one of those here pretty soon. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was uh, it's cool. Kind of hearing all of your individual stories of how you've become a part of the family. Um, I don't know if you guys know, but this is my first season on Mountain Vibes, so 
you know, there's a lot of growth happening with me and within this family. So I'm, I'm stoked to kind of be there with you guys growing, going to these events. Um, and I guess ultimately just meeting everyone. Yeah. Can't wait. We are stoked to be going through this with you too. How did you come into Mountain Vibes, me? So Justin, the owner, him and I are from the same hometown, but, you know, we have that, you know, kind of just mutual respect of the East Coast and this, you know, this small little town in Massachusetts. So, you know, he's been on my radar. I've been on his radar forever. We, you know, we both kind of knew that we were doing our own thing within the snowboard industry. And he, you know, he had, he'd stayed in touch. We'd met a couple of years ago at an event in Bear. And then from there on, you know, we kind of, we stayed in touch every once in a while. He would reach out, you know, on occasion. Not only did they stay in contact, but I remember the number of phone calls that Justin and I had with Nate to try and really reel him in. Justin texting me when we were looking for new team writers and new reps. And he was like, oh man, we really got to get Nate. So we had tons of conversations about him because not only is he you know, a fantastic writer, as I'm sure you guys have seen, but he's also extremely humble and he wants to give back to the community. He loves what we were doing. So all worth it. Totally. Yeah. That's, you know, that's essentially how it went. Um, at first I was hesitant. I didn't know a lot about what Mountain Vibes was. And, you know, these nonprofit events that they hold. Um, and at the time that Justin had, you know, initially reached out, I, I wasn't really ready to take on more um, responsibility as far as kind of contracts goes. But, uh, but you know, I, uh, I spoke with him more and more and decided to really that now is the time to kind of be a part of the family and really go to these charity events. And I'm, I'm really excited that I did do that. I doubt you thought you were going to be on a podcast this season either. <laughs> I Basically. certainly did not know that that was going to be the case, but I'm happy about it. How did you, or how long, not only how long did it take you to kind of break a mental blocker, but how did you do it to the point where you started kind of getting crazier with what you would hit and like, what, what really in your head just made you do it? Like what makes you do it? Do you have fear? <laughs> I do. No fear. I definitely do. I definitely do have fear fear, you know, and I think it definitely took me a lot of years to get past that mental block. And it's, you know, it's not something that I've fully gotten past. It's definitely something that I still struggle with on the daily, but I think ultimately opposed from, you know, not that I've gotten over this block, but I've just gotten more comfortable on a snowboard. And I know I've, I guess I've gotten better with managing risk and deciding kind of what's worth it, whether, whether or not I really go for this trick that could potentially you know, go wrong or, or kind of tone it back and, and stay within uh, my wheelhouse more. So, although, you know, with that being said, growing up, I did have, um, I did have a snowboard coach for a couple of years. So that definitely helped. Um, I would, you know, within the summer, I would go to camp of champions and uh, Wendell's. So that helped, you know, I was able to kind of start throwing tricks into an airbag and get time on, you know, different, uh, different snow conditions, whether it was like softer, you know, I mean, coming from the East coast, it's definitely, yeah. it's definitely firm, you know, 80, 80% of the year. So having the ability to kind of ride different terrain and, uh, you know, learn by jumping into an airbag was, was definitely huge for me. 
That sounds super exciting to kind of experience. I've always wondered what it's like to kind of just jump into an airbag and be able to just be so free with whatever you want to do. Just throw not worried about landing. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. And, you know, up here at Boreal, they, they have, um, they have like the, the Woodward compound where they have yeah. trampolines and foam pits and a roller board. And yeah, I really you know, want to go now, to that place. Yeah. Even now I, you know, I, I find myself going in there not frequently, but a couple times a year and strapping on a roller board and just trying new tricks into the foam pit. Yeah. Um, and, and that really helps a lot being able to go, go there and then bring it to snow, you know, whether it be later that day or the next day is, is huge for me. You got any tips for like a 720? <laughs> backside, front side? Uh, backside, back or front. Back's more comfy for me, but. Yeah, so I think with 720s, it's definitely, you know, you want to get that pop and that shoulder rotation around. Gotcha. But the main thing that I find with 720s or spins of any, any kind is you have to continue looking in the direction that you're spinning. Uh, until you spot your landing if your head uh, if your head does not it is not continuously pointing in that direction your spins are going to stop and you're just going to have a lot of a lot of issues in the future we got to get you guys up to uh boreal to for you guys to chuck it into a foam pit and then oh yeah and then oh, we'll just that would be straight so out sick like so literally definitely a bucket list thing for sure all right let's go next week let's run it yeah, let me know when you guys are when you guys are ever in the area. I'd love to link up, and I can I can certainly bring you up there and give you some pointers. That'd be sick. I was there two weekends ago. Oh. Really? Yeah. Well, I was at Squaw North Star, and then we were gonna go to Boreal, but we didn't end up making it there. There you go. I'm supposed to go see Mammoth in Tahoe next week. It's supposed to be up there in the '60s, so. It'll definitely be a good time. I mean, you're going to have a blast either way. I'm, yeah, either way, I'm super excited. So so I kind of wanted to bounce back and talk to each individual one of you about, you know, your riding style. You know, curious, what are your, what are your disciplines when riding, whether that be, you know, park, just free riding, soul shredding. Um, do you guys get into the backcountry at all? Lately, I've been more focused in the park aspect of it. Um, I always feel like there's something new you can learn or something you can try or an injury you want. Um, but I, uh, I focus more on the park, but my family, we've all been snowboarding for so long. Um, they're more of backcountry or all mountain. So whenever I'm with them, I'll, I'll do that. But if it's just me and friends, Maddie, Nicole, we always try to stick towards the park. Just there's always something new and it's always like exhilarating and exciting when, you land a new trick or you get hyped up from people on the chairlift. Like it just feels so good getting that hype and the um, satisfaction of doing something that you didn't think you can do. So I'm more of a work guy, I'd say. I totally respect that. I mean, I am as well. Um, you know, you said that you were snowboarding, you, you had been snowboarding for a bunch of years since you were young. Did you start snowboarding straight up? you know straight out of the gate or did you transition from skiing um from what i remember i never french fried or pizza so i think it was <laughs> straight on the board my mom that's awesome yeah my mom has been snowboarding for like 20 years um so she wanted me to be on a board as much as i can when i was younger so and i just fell in love with it super fast and 
several that I've written. That's awesome. And it's crazy too, because I remember when I was younger, you know, it was maybe like four or something like that. I remember uh, going to some resort with my family and, you know, my dad really trying to get us um, myself and I have a twin brother on a snowboard. And they said that we were too young, too short, too small, and they didn't even have like snowboards in our sizes yet. So it's crazy to me when I see like, you know, all these little like tiny, tiny, like baby shredders on snowboards now, and they're just having a great time. And I remember, you know, back then they didn't even have like snowboards that were small enough. So remember being on skis. So that's awesome that you started out snowboarding. I feel like that's you know, not a lot of people do. So it's definitely super cool. (laughs) Yeah. I just got kind of lucky with that. I got the opportunity. Thankful for my mom, just throwing me on a snowboard any chance we got. So it was good growing up on one. We love her for that. Yeah. Do you surf at all? I do. I have nine boards outside. All righty. So you're a big time surfer. Wow. There's my board. Uh, (laughs) take, Take a pick. Take a pick. I don't use them anymore. I have two shoulder surgeries, so it's hard to paddle. Sure, I can understand that. Do you find that transitioning from whether it be snowboarding to surfing or vice versa, was that an easy transition? Because I've, you know, I've tried to surf once in my life and I went into the water with confidence and just got pummeled for like hours on end. Yeah, Um, I think we all go through that. (laughs) No idea what I was up against, but I'm curious to hear it from someone who's kind of like well-versed in both. Um, so I grew up surfing as well. Um, I'm Hawaiian, so I would always go to Hawaii on family vacations and surf. Um, but you don't mess with the ocean. Uh, it's unmarked territory right there, but it is a different transition. One, you can move your feet. Two, you're standing up, you're in water versus you're on ice. It's a big difference, climate obviously, but I just think like the whole community I feel like the communities are kind of the same because I know a lot of people who do surfing in the morning and then boarding at the night. And I'm one of those people. I would go surfing in the morning and then I would go boarding at night. So I got kind of used to it, but some people don't like the transition a lot. I I think surfing is way harder than snowboarding for sure. Without a doubt. Me too. The waves, you don't, you got to calculate the waves, what sets are coming in, how sets, how big the sets are going to be. The current. The current, yeah. Um, you got to watch out for other people that yep. drop in faster and that are better than you. But um, yeah, it's, it's fun though. I love surfing. I grew up doing it. That's cool to hear. And I, and I have a question that just popped up. Which community, whether it be snowboarding or surfing, is more inclusive? Snowboarding is more welcoming than surfing 100% when you're surfing people expect you to be good already even if it's your first time they expect you to know what to do which I get but like people have to learn from somewhere mm-hmm. um, snowboarding on the other hand very more welcoming yes there are those people that give snowboarders sometimes a bad name but I feel like the snowboarding skiing anything on the mountain is more welcoming than the water sport mm-hmm yeah i can understand that you know within snowboarding you have the whole mountain to kind of like figure out your ground progress you know learn how to take turns although you know as far as if you're surfing you're in the water there's one wave everyone's trying to catch that single wave and if you 
cut someone you know, off. You try to catch it and you don't catch it and you kind of blow it for the rest of the yeah. surfers out there. I'm sure that, that uh, yeah, you'll, you'll, you'll hear some, some backlash for yeah, sure. You'll hear some comments too. Maddie, I'm curious, what, what's your favorite discipline when riding? I mean, like, don't get me wrong. I love all aspects of snowboarding, but ever since I started, I've always been a park person. Like Brian said, you get to push yourself to try new things and then you have that satisfaction. Like, wow, like I pushed myself to do something that I would, like I didn't know I could do. I was nervous about, I was scared of, you know, but I did it and I handled it. And I think it's a very rewarding place, you know? So park for sure. I'm definitely going to say park is 100% what I would choose to ride if you put the options in front of me. But I just recently got to experience just tree runs and real fresh powder and just being able to just go down it and not worry about like the feature in front of you or wanting to stop and take a second to just pull your brain together before you go and hit that. And that is definitely also very rewarding because it's just the way you feel going down is so free and you just, it's a whole different type of boarding a hundred percent. But I, I would definitely say park is what I would pick, but after experiencing that, it is also a whole kind of new level of boarding that is just as rewarding. And I, so I would definitely say all are rewarding and I would do all anytime, but park is definitely where I stay most of the time, just because it is, something you do progress in so much and like they said it is a very rewarding feeling to just know you hit something and push yourself to that limit and it kind of teaches you a little bit more about yourself and what you're capable of doing because I know from when I actually started snowboarding and just I never thought I would be where I am today in park like I would my first time on a board I was falling on my butt you know and I was looking at people actually being able to stay up and that was so crazy to me because I was just like wow they're hitting some crazy stuff and now it's like I can do that and that's just that's just so rewarding so definitely park yeah I can certainly relate you know that's that's really my discipline and of course I like to get out and take some soul turns get out to the powder when I can uh but I would definitely say I'm more park oriented and so you know since we're kind of all on the page all on the same page um does that change when it comes to what you enjoy watching the most on YouTube or Instagram no it does not. Uh, I actually enjoy watching people throw down in the park online, on Instagram, anything. I like to see, you know, like everybody adds their own style and creativeness into whatever they do when they're boarding. So I like to see that and look at what other people do in different combinations. So it does not change at all for me. Yeah, park is uh, what I love seeing the creativity that people can come up with in their steez level. Yeah, it's uh, pretty, it's pretty insane. <laughs> oh my, how does your body move like that? Or why does your board look like a piece of paper strapped to your feet? It's so light. <laughs> yeah, it's just things like that I find very interesting. So I would say I definitely enjoy watching people in park as well. Speaking of creativity, I actually just today Mountain Vibes had posted an Instagram video and they had another new rep that just came in. His name's Brandon. He also snowboards at bear and he, he literally hit this jump and he landed kind of short, but he literally came out of hitting that short into a front flip to just keep it going. And I, when I saw that, I was just like, wow, like it is crazy the way people know how to throw down in a park and they just get so creative because that's not 
that's not something you see on average off a jump, like landing and instantly just going into a flip to like clear the jump, you know? So it's amazing to just see what people come up with, but as well as just, I enjoy watching the X games too, just all the other things that come with that too. Cause it's not fully parked. Like even the half pipes and the big airs, those are also very cool to watch. So, but definitely park seeing some people throw down in park is really cool. Totally. Yeah. That's, that's awesome to hear. And, you know, I know you said that you, you know, appreciate watching X games for Ryan and Maddie. Do you guys stay up to date with any of these competitions, whether it be X games or the, uh, or the Olympics and kind of which one draws you in the most? 100%. I watch all of them. I've tried to watch all of them, but yes, I've kept up on it. Um, I try to watch the X games a lot. I definitely watched it this year and last year for the new, I think it's new, right? The knuckle hucking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's yeah. I find that extremely amazing, and I think that's so cool. I tried some knuckle hucks recently, um, but I find it very interesting, and that's what kind of like reels me in more. It's like everything is so new that they don't have a, they don't even have a names for these tricks that they're doing. So it's like everything's fresh and everything's new, and it's like completely awesome. So I love watching the X Games. Honestly, I do not keep up with any of those. The only thing I do is there's like a handful of people that I follow on social media and I watch whatever they post and whatever they promote that is going on. So I do keep up with some things, just not like I don't watch every X Games or Olympics. With that being said, you know, you just mentioned, Maddie, that you stay up to date with some people on Instagram. So I'm kind of curious, who are some of your current favorite writers, either that you look up to or that you just enjoy, uh, you know, watching the content that they post? I mean, I don't specifically like look up to one person. I mean, personally, I think that everybody has their own things to bring to the table, their own style, their own creativeness, like their own things that make make them worthy of being admirable, you know? So I don't really have like specific people, but I know that I, one girl that I do like that I just love her personality and who she is and uh, is Jill Perkins. She was actually at Bear the other day when I was there. and I was so sad because I didn't know until the next day. So I missed out on an opportunity to meet her, but one day it will happen. Shout out Jill Perkins. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Maddie Mastro, but whatever. I didn't for you, Ryan, because I know you love her. Yeah. All, all right, Ryan. <laughs> so <laughs> let's throw this back on you. Uh, who are some of your favorite writers and who do you just enjoy watching in general? Oh, I love, I follow my, I think my top three are Sven Throgan. Marcus Cleveland and Mark Morris. Love those guys. The way they, I don't know, just the things they do. It's so insane. And I love watching it. Like <laughs> if I'm bored, I just go scroll through the page and watch stuff that I've watched 50 times over already. Just because I like their style. I like the way they throw down super hard, but they like do it so clean effortlessly. Um, so those three guys are like my top favorite and the girls. Maddie Mastro, if you're listening. Hi. <laughs> but yeah, so those, uh, those, I feel like I, I guess I idolize them. Obviously, I'm nowhere near that, but there's always room for progression. So, yeah, no doubt. 
And, you know, I totally understand what you mean. You know, you have that appreciation for what they do and how they do it. You know, I think all three of them, uh, they do have their own personal styles, which I think is apparent in all their videos that they post and whatnot. And, you know, you can see it in contests as well. So, I mean, I would say that's a solid variety of of writers. Um, And Nicole, how about you? Who who Uh, are some people you like? I have a couple. Recently, Zeb Powell came to Big Bear and I got to actually watch him board in person. And that was absolutely insane to see because I have been following him for a very long time. And I would always go through his feed and just kind of be like, wow, this not only is he an insane boarder, but you come to realize how humble he is in an industry that can sometimes be hard to be humble in for some people. So definitely him for a couple of reasons. And then I would have to go with one of the girls and more so she's an amazing boarder. I know she also just signed with DC snowboarding. So she just started getting sponsored by them as well is jib girl. She's an absolutely insane snowboarder. And just, I really love that. She kind of is always just herself and she puts that out there to the media and just truly portrays who she is as a person and doesn't care what anybody thinks. And I think that's hard to do, you know? So I really enjoy watching her content. And then also last, I want to go for style and just crazy on a board, you know, is Dusty Henriksen. He's absolutely insane to me. So I really enjoy keeping up with his content as well. Just watching his videos. I'm like, it honestly almost pushes you to want to progress to a certain level you think you couldn't even get at because it's just watching them. It's like literally inspiring. And so those would definitely be my top three for different reasons, but yeah, sweet. No, I, I know what you mean. Every time I see Nate post something, I'm like, damn, I want to go try that. And of course I never do <laughs> break too many bones, but no, that's sick. And it's cool to hear that you guys all have, you know, pretty different favorite writers or people that you like, although I'm sure they, they interchange. So I think that variety is pretty sweet. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. And those are all big names that you threw out and definitely like really inspiring writers all around. So you guys chose wisely. <laughs> you know, I wanted to ask you guys, what's something uh, that you all hope to see change within the industry in the next five years? Maybe something that you do like that you'd like to see growth or something that you dislike and would prefer to be, uh, you know, a different way. I think one thing that I don't personally like, and I'm guilty of it, I'm sorry, but I think we all have kind of maybe, but um, there's a lot of criticizing in the snowboard community the whole industry people are just learning or people are trying something you know we all know jerry's right um but i feel like that's one thing that could change um a lot of criticizing and be more welcoming like i said more than surfing um yeah just being more uh welcoming and like easy on the people that want to learn and that are giving it a try because I know that snowboarding got really big this year and a lot of people were trying it because of COVID and they wanted to get out and try something new that they haven't done before and um yeah so I think that's one thing that I would like to see change in the next five years hopefully more welcoming (laughs) more love in the community there's already a ton of love but like just more you know make people feel like it's a family thing 
Yeah, no, I totally agree with you there. And, you know, I myself, I think kind of inclusion is definitely something that I'm hoping to see more of within the near future. And realistically, I'd love to see more diversity really with all, uh, evolve within the sport. Yeah. And I think that'd be really important to kind of keep the, keep the traje- trajectory of snowboarding on an upward path. Yeah. My answer is kind of related to Ryan's. Like, I, like, in my opinion, I feel like there's a lot of people out on the mountain that are very stuck up and, like, they kind of have, like, a you-can't-sit-with-us, like, attitude about themselves. And I, I feel like the community should be a lot more welcoming and not so inti- intimidating to people who want to try new things and, you know, learn how to control the their boards and go through the park and everything like that. Because multiple times I've had it happen where I had literally just fallen after hitting something and some guy comes up to me and just sprays me and yells at me and I'm like come on man like just give me one second you know so I feel like a lot of people could definitely be a little more nicer and not so mean and not make people feel so like small compared to them you know if that makes any sense of course yeah no I totally understand it Nicole uh shoot the price of lift tickets I'm just kidding I'm just kidding but um definitely as you kind of said is my answer was going to be diversity like it's kind of crazy how much you don't see more diversity out on the mountain and it'd be kind of really cool to see just a change in that in the next couple years um you know I know it's not like they were saying sometimes snowboarding can't be a welcoming community but at the same time I feel like it really does depend on the people you run into and who you meet. And I've met so many amazing people who are also so helpful up at the mountain. And it'd be really cool to know that everybody just kind of wanted to give you a tip if you wanted it or whatever. But in all honesty, that's not even snowboarding community. That's just life, you know, like you're going to run into the good people. You're going to run into the bad, but definitely more diversity and a little bit more help up on the mountain. Like maybe if you see someone struggling, it'd be cool to see some people kind of go out of their way for no reason, just out of the kindness of their hearts to just kind of go help some people and teach them some tips and just, you know, kind of just put everybody on a positive note when it comes to it. Cause it is very, I know your first couple of times hopping on a board, it's really hard to learn, you know, like you kind of have to stick with it and get through all the falls and everything. So just, something that gives you a little motivation, which what I, I think would be if someone came up to you and kind of just gave you a couple tips. I hear you there. And I think, you know, each, each one of you, you guys are on the right path. And, and I think all that you've said is, is completely true. I'd love to hear some of your goals and aspirations within snowboarding. I think a few goals that I have, I want to help more people. Um, one, get into snowboarding and two, I want to help more people on the mountain. I've always wanted to be like a ski instructor, snowboard instructor, or I want to push myself to try and be like a part-time ski patrol. Probably not going to happen, but um, it's a goal I set for myself and I want to be better in the park. I want to have more people in the group that we have with uh, Maddie and Nicole. I want to have them uh, not be afraid to ask for help. And I want to teach people because I love teaching people. And I like seeing that my coaching is being put to good work when they land something or uh, throw down a bit. I want to, 
my goal is to be a good teacher and be more um, helping on the mountain. That's really awesome to hear. I think it's important that you're, you know, interested in kind of giving back within the community, but also have some goals yourself. Yeah. Uh, some of my goals and aspirations are, honestly, I truly just want to have fun. I want to meet new people. I want to make new memories. Uh, but I also want to continue to always push myself and try new things and never stop doing that. And I also, I don't ever want to get to a point where I have to take snowboarding too seriously because at some point it's going to get to where like if you take it too seriously you don't have you don't have that passion for it you know like I want to always have the passion that I have now for this sport and I never want to ruin that or jeopardize that so definitely just continue to push myself and meet new people and thankfully I am part of this family now which is an organization that helps other people. So I'm super excited to be a part of that and see what things we get into. Great. And uh, Nicole? Um, definitely always want to have fun with it, you know, but it's also something I would love to kind of share with people. So this is also a very big opportunity to do that because knowing just that Mountain Vibes host events where you get to go and kind of help a kid in need, you know, and kind of share the experience with them. Like that is something I'm so excited to experience because I know on many levels, snowboarding has always been my escape from reality. And I know there's a lot of kids who never had the chance to hop on a snowboard. I know I never had a chance to hop on the snowboard till I was old enough to drive myself up that mountain and do it myself, you know? So it's like, I'm excited to kind of share that with like kids when we get to be a part of these events that are hosted. Um, I definitely am looking forward to being a part of this family. I would love to be involved with other sponsors as well. Uh, if it means I get to share it and help out with other things like this, but in all reality, like I just want to have fun at the end of the day, it is an escape and it's something I would love to share with other people. And so I'll take any chance I can to do that. Yeah, I love those responses. You know, I think that's really important. Uh, you know, having the desire to really give back into the community. Sounds like you really, you know, you all have a really solid head on your shoulders. It was really awesome to speak with you all and hear uh, what you have to say about the snowboard industry and the snowboard community as a whole. So I really do want to thank you, Nicole, Ryan, and Maddie for coming onto our show. Thank, thank you, you for, for having us. I was thank so you. excited to do this. <laughs> It was great. You know, definitely be sure to check out their Instagram pages and reach out to them. If you have any more questions, we will attach each of their Instagram handles within the show notes. So you check for them there. Be sure to tune in for our next episode. It's going to be another good one. We'll be airing episodes on the first and third Friday of every month. If anyone would like to reach out, please do so via Instagram at mountain vibes or send us an email at info at mountain We always enjoy hearing from you. That's all we have for today's show. Thanks for listening. Now be safe, be happy, and go outside. Go snowboarding. Ghosts and <laughs> go snowboarding.